that. That really makes me smile. That makes me smile. You know, I'm so inspired by that young man. You know, he seems to have a big heart himself. So that's beautiful. He does. He's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing to hear how uplifting and generous a a young man can be. Like, that's... What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandy. And I'm Jamal. And we're the host of... Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A, a podcast, podcast where you'll be hearing three different, different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. Hey, it's Mandisa. And this is Jamal. Ooh, ooh. And y'all, it is election week. Prime time. Prime time. I'm already tired. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm already tired a lot of planning went along with um with voting as mm. it should mm-hmm. um but I'm dropping my ballot off today um Ooh. how yes queen how's it going for you guys I voted I think it was this past weekend I dropped my ballot off in my neighborhood local ballot box and <laughs> um yeah, that felt good. That felt good. Yeah, empowering, right? Indeed, indeed. I'm just like, please let this go as yeah. as I hope. Please. <laughs> that part. That part. <laughs> All the prayers. Right, right. What about you, Jamal? <laughs> you know, I filled out my ballot on, what was it, Monday or Tuesday? It had to be Tuesday because I just dropped it off yesterday. Yeah. And so that's done. You mm-hmm. know, I researched everything on the ballot. This is my first time, like being very thorough, mm-hmm. um, really looking at the details of things. Yeah. And uh, that was an interesting, that was an interesting experience doing that because I've always looked at certain things, but you know, like when you're looking at the school district or certain things, it's just not in the forefront of your mind just because, you know, I don't have kids. I'm not thinking right. about Mm-hmm. schools in this LA district all the time but then thinking as a citizen here oh that's something that I should think of but it's something that just slips your mind just because mm-hmm. I don't have kids at all I have mm-hmm. no nephews no nieces and nephew but the kids in my neighborhood matter as well and Indeed. uh you know also like doing research and realizing your implicit bias I always say this we all got to do the work to mm-hmm. recognize our own biases in the system and you look at like the DA you know, in um, Los Angeles, you know, and you think that this person is great, but then you look at some of the things and it raises some concerns. And mm-hmm. just because someone is black, just because someone is a woman doesn't mean that they are aligned with your values, um, you know, in the system. And so it was really good doing research and really uh, catching my biases. I think we all need to call them out right now. We're all pointing the finger somewhere else. Um, and so it was really cool. And I felt great voting yesterday. We'll see what happens Yay! with the election. I'm putting, I'm not putting too many eggs in any baskets because regardless, there's going to be a reaction. And so I did the voting. What happens next happens next. And then there's still going to be a fight after that. And so I'm just present in the moment that is still chaotic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I also Did you all sign up for the, the ballot tracking service where you can get texts or emails? I did, when I you're, did. Yes, me too. And I was mm-hmm. like, this, that also made me feel a lot better about mm-hmm. going and dropping it off in a ballot box. Because I was going to wait and go to a vote center and go and drop it off in person then. But I was like, no, no, no. I feel like if I sign up for this, then the responses that I get are legit. I'm, I'm trusting that. So, yeah. Oh, y'all are so excited. I'm so glad y'all had 
good experiences or fairly good experiences with doing that. That makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> good. <laughs> Seriously, because those are everything child listed um, def- are all things that I feel like I've been preaching for years, especially when I moved here in California. That's when I got more involved in um, activism and civic engagement. And really start to pay attention, like what's going on, what are these positions that we're voting for, what are these different measures and propositions, what do they mean, Um, what is actually going on in the community, and those are all things that are very helpful when we're filling out a ballot, Right. so um, I'm just, to hear you all speak about your, your experiences, the way that you are, it's just, it's just... I feel good. I feel, I feel good. <laughs> good. I feel, I feel really, really good. And of course, um, I feel especially good recording with y'all today because we have a special guest. Yes. Um, who is this guest? Who is this guest? Who is this? Who <laughs> so this guest. Um, it's of course special to me because it's my sister. Hey, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yes, I'm very happy to introduce my sister Mia as a guest. Um, for our audience, she actually wrote and um, released her first children's book called A Gift for Jamal. And um, we had just had to get her on and, and tell us about her story, the story itself. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to shut up and Mia, just say hello. <laughs> hello. No, <laughs> no uh, hi everybody. And uh, thanks so much for having me on today. I feel so nice. I feel so like warm and fuzzy listening to you guys talk about voting and how seriously you're taking it. Like it's so, you guys. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> it's necessary. It's necessary. Oh, so very. Listen, the yeah. day I turned 18, my grandmother took me to register to vote. And um that year she took she grabbed my hand, woke me up super early. We went to the polls together. That was the year um that we voted uh Barack into the Senate. And my grandmother has made, she's instilled that in me very deep. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's it's so nice to hear like other people, um, sorry to say younger people. I know y'all not that much younger, but it's, it's just good. good. I feel good. There's so many, so many are just complacent. Just, they just don't, they just don't. And so, yeah, it's just nice. Yeah, it's nice. So, and Mia, you are voting this year in a different state than us. So, for the audience, though, Mia's in a whole different state right now. Um, <laughs> so, how did you tackle that? What was your plan? Um, and how did you feel about that? Uh, I voted, uh, I did a mail-in ballot. However, I uh, I dropped it off. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the ballot box, I dropped it off in a ballot box, and I also did the tracking. So I got my email that said um, it was received and counted. So that felt great, right? Right. When I received it, it that, I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> my bubbling counted. <laughs> I that know. Part. I want my bubble to be counted. How long did it take you to get your bubble counted? I feel like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like it was very soon after, actually, because I feel like we we dropped it off. It was a weekend, maybe a Saturday or a Sunday, and I feel like the fo- maybe three or four days later, like early the following week, I got a I got a okay a text message. Yeah, my was okay. So I should get yeah. something. It was, a, it was a couple days, and then I got an email. Yeah, actually, I just pulled it up right now. So I dropped my ballot off on a Saturday and I got a text Monday afternoon that said that it was received and will be counted. So yeah, three days. I like that. I love it, love it, love it. I I love it. I'm actually going to the office, the voter registrar's office must like in person. I want to go in there. Yeah. So I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to look these people in the eye. Take it. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. And then for those who are in California, do not forget that um, you are still, you still have the ability to register to vote day of mm-hmm. the election as well. So um, I know we have a lot of, a high, high number in this state of undecided voters, especially here in San Diego County. Um, but if you make a different decision or if you make a decision to vote, you still have time um, day of. And then, you know, you can register, you can vote, and you can be counted as well. So that is A-OK. Um, let's move forward. To Song Association. Hey. <laughs> That's my favorite sound I know how this goes. <laughs> I know, right? We do it at camp all the time. I don't even know if I'm doing it right right now. But y'all know how this game goes, Song Association. I'm going to throw out a word, and we're going to give ourselves 15 seconds to sing a song with the Mm. word in the lyrics. But you got to get to the word that's in the lyrics. So y'all got to prepare yourselves, okay? We're going to get 15 (laughs) seconds. Let me take a sip of my tea. I'm even going to pull out my little timer Mm. so that I can, uh, my little stopwatch, you know? Y'all ready? Yes. All right. So the first word is beautiful. I am beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I love how we came right out the gate with it <laughs> with two separate songs. <laughs> Way two separate as we do. But for real, beautiful. I just want to know. Yeah, you have to get Maybe black in there. Well. You have to get black in there. <laughs> so we got Christina Aguilera for beautiful, and then yes. Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. You know yes. that song came yes. out. I think it was oh five or oh six. I was a senior in high school when that song came out. And that song is so timeless because it still it makes is. me perk up in the summertime, open the sunroof, yes. and just <laughs> Yes. yes, that is those, a summertime jam. Summertime yep. yep. I love that song. I love that song. All right, word number two: gift. Mm. Gift. <laughs> yeah. You didn't stump me. <laughs> Wait, I think. Gift. Is it a Summer Walker song? Did she say gift Ooh. playing games? You got to tell uh, us. That's funny. I, I was just listening to that whole album yesterday, too. As you should. <laughs> tell me some love, kisses, and hugs. No. 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 Uh, I ain't damn. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm Dealer tapped out. takes that one. <laughs> right? <Hey. laughs> right? You know, and what I was thinking about with that word, yeah. too, is like, you know, a Christmas song. 
Gifts under the tree. Oh, gifts under the tree. Yes. Uh, uh, and you know, I know the whole doggone eight days of Christmas <laughs> Destiny Child Christmas album. So. <laughs> <laughs> On the first, uh, that uh, been do, do they say? Do they even say? Do they I, even say gift in that song? They must, right? One of them, yes. Mm-hmm. And one of, I can't think of the song, but one of them has. Gifts, they they do. They say gift under the tree. Gifts under the tree. And I can there hear it in go. Beyonce's voice. I just don't know the lyrics. Dang. Isn't we gonna we gonna remember that. Clearly, we're not thinking about. On... Clearly, we're not thinking about gifts this season. We're not thinking. Ain't nobody getting nothing. Season, we're just we're thinking about the election. That's where we're at right now. Ain't nobody getting for real. Nothing. All right. For real. So the next word we're gonna do is God. He's an awesome God. He reigns. Ooh. From heaven, From heaven above, above it waves. The power and love our God All right. is an God awesome is God. All right. God. <laughs> there we go. Good, okay. good, good. Ooh, was that, was that <laughs> D? That, that was me. I surprised myself with that. That was D. D- listen, <laughs> now. I, I'm shook. Okay. Okay, what's the next word? And the final word will be dancer. Dancer. Uh, she's a da- wait. Shoot, I don't think that's dance. Uh, shoot. Dance, 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 I got a lot. Of, I got dance. Let's do do do. Let's do dance. Do dance. Dance, 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 dance machine. Don't... Watch it get down. Watch it get down. As you do 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 do. Yay! I was thinking of Carrie Hilson. I was thinking Ooh. of. I don't want to come on too strong, but no, something no. happens when we slow down. Ooh. Ooh. When oh. slow dance, okay. hey, <laughs> let's go. That type of slow dance. <laughs> yes, y'all know Carrie. Carrie Hilson is a beast. She's a whole mood. So it is now time for <laughs> word of the day for Medusa. Yeah. <laughs> Today's word of the day has exactly to do with what we talked about earlier. It is timely the word of the day is vote and it means a formal indication of a choice between two or more candidates or courses of action expressed typically through a ballot or a show of hands or by voice vote Mm. y'all Vote, 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 vote. I love that. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. And literally. For real. For real. Please. Whatever state you are in, please, whether you got to do it by absentee form, please, please, please. And vote in form. Yes. Yes. Please, y'all. Please, please, please. I can't say please enough. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I, for, I'll say this first. I do want to express just how proud I am of the work she's done in writing the book, getting the book out. And I'm excited to have this conversation to ask these questions. Because I'm really curious to know about your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, tell us what A Gift for Jamal is about and what inspired you to make the book. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, the premise around a gift for Jamal is that uh, 
when when every person is born, God gives them a gift. Um, and for some people, that gift is more easily identifiable than others. Um, so Jamal is in middle school, and he believes that God forgot to give him a gift. Because, mm. um, you know, everyone around him, it's very easy to see what their gift is. And he just doesn't think that he has one. Um, and so the story... Uh, is around him spending his day trying to figure out what his gift could possibly be. You know, it's just a story of a, a child's struggle to try and find um, his purpose in this world and, and just to try to understand his place. Children struggle with that just as much as, if not more so than adults. Mm. So. Mm, absolutely. Because and- all of us were asked, multiple times when we were kids what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to be when you grow mm-hmm. up and it's like well I, I haven't really experienced a whole bunch of life yet <laughs> let me let me right. figure that out hold on please we give those automatic answers. <laughs> doctor mm-hmm. lawyer teacher like that's you you say what you see or what you've right. been like programmed to think it's just automatic you don't really surface dive deep into like what you like what you want yeah right and Mia, right, this book right. was so beautiful mm-hmm. to read for me you know my name is jamal and so just seeing, <laughs> yeah, a, seeing a book with my name in the title jamal's gift is just like a beautiful thing to just see as a black man in the world mm-hmm. with that name and then also just watching the journey of jamal in that book too because i can relate to every aspect of his journey just finding you know, discovering who he wanted to be. And what I love that you did in the book was that there was no one in the book telling him who he had to be, you know, his grandmother, Nana, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like it was so beautiful for her to like guide him to ask those questions without giving him the answers, but just basically giving him permission to, you know, go on the journey of discovering that. And I thought that was really, really dope. Uh, What led you, what led you to Jamal being the name of the child and uh, Mm -hmm. what personal experiences are referenced in the book that you can relate to for yourself or what did you pull from? Um, well, I, the name Jamal just kind of came to me. It was not, um, it's not like I knew a small child named Jamal. I was like, I'm going to use that name. It was just, you know, implanted into my brain from the universe. So <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> You're mm. welcome. Um, some of the things that I pull from from my own life experience. Um, one of them is is how Jamal, like his relationship with his grandmother, with uh, Nana Mama. And um, you see him helping her in the kitchen or helping her in her garden or, you know, and I've had that relationship um, with my own grandmother. Mm. And I'm, she's mm. in the kitchen, I'm in the kitchen. You know, that's how I... I learned how to bake and it's where I get my love of baking from. It's just, and of just trying different things. Like baking is the best form of chemistry for me. <laughs> like I just, Oh, I don't know. Throw this, this, and this together. We'll see what happens. You know, my, that, my grandma does that. So I do that. And um, yeah, so I, I pull from that and uh, the story itself the circumstances surrounding it, I pulled from overhearing conversations um, between my son and his friends at that mm-hmm. time in his life. Um, I wrote the book about two years ago. 
and just listening to them talk and the things that they would talk about and hearing them, you know, trying to figure things out. And it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I stored it, stored it away for future reference. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I love that. That's so exciting. <laughs> I obviously share a similar relationship with our grandmothers mm-hmm. too. Um, and I love, I, I'm, right now I'm taken back the most by you listening to um, your son, my nephew, Michael, um, and his conversation, because that kid does have really interesting conversations. And one thing I will say, I love seeing him and our grandmother together, both of them really, um, and the relationship that they're developing, because it, it, it really reminds me of when we were growing up. Um, and doing the same things, you know, mm-hmm. in the kitchen right behind them, waiting for the, the spoon to lick or waiting for her, you know, give us a quick little piece of what. Yeah. But in the midst of that, having conversation and, and hearing her story, mm-hmm. um, which really are inspirational to, you know, to my own life as well. So I love I just I'm really taken aback right now. The fact that like we've all had you know, such similar experiences, really with the same woman, women. Um, and I'm just, I just, y'all know I brag about my time <laughs> anyway. This is going to be my last time doing that. But I just love that, you know, we all can really say a lot of the same things. Um, so I, I think, so my next question would be, um, why was it so important to to incorporate a relationship with, a young man as young as Jamal in your story and an elder um, as Nana was um, in the story as well. Why was it so important for you to to show that bond and that relationship? Well, so it, first of all, there's not a plethora of ethnic stories out there, right? At least not written by us mainstream. And so a lot of the familial relationships that are shown in these books are just the nuclear family, mom, dad, brother, sister, that's it. Mm. But for a lot of us, that's, that's not our family dynamic. You know, there's several generations all living in one home and interacting together. And I wanted to show that, you know, that's, that's realistic for a vast majority of us um, in the world, not, not even just in this country, in the world. And so you're going to have in households, you know, um, mom and dad are at work, but grandma's at home, grandpa's at home, you know, great grandma, great grandpa might be at home because we're all in the same, in the same house, in the same neighborhood. Um, And it's, it's, you know, that's pulling from life yet again. Um, so I, I just wanted a aspect, that aspect, really every aspect of the story to reflect the stories that we have growing up, the realities that we have as ethnic people growing up. That's so awesome. And, and that really resonates. And, and speaking for myself, that that resonates because when I think of the places um, where I interacted with my 
my grandmother specifically the most, it was the kitchen or similar in the story, like my grandma's very much a green thumb. <laughs> like mm-hmm. every, every plant will prosper with, with oh, her fingers. Um, and that's a wonderful and beautiful thing. <laughs> and also thinking of the kitchen, um, as we've talked about being a place of gathering of a family of multiple generations, that's a place where you spend time cooking and like you said, playing with like the chemistry of things and scents and smells that will um, come to remind you of home and family. Mm-hmm. And also the the culminating thing is food. It's a meal. It's something that nourishes you and your family. Um, and then, you know, all the life lessons that you take from sharing space, especially with grandparents, um, which that for me has always been um, a really special bond to have with my grandparents. I'm curious about the the process of um of of how the illustrations came to be also because we we've said it many times on this podcast representation matters um and so to see illustrations um that are so wonderfully done to represent your words um I'm I'm curious about who who the illustrator is how you all made that collaboration and what that process was like Mm-hmm. I use Fiverr.com and um, really the most important criteria of um, of the job that I put out there was that I needed someone who has, who is, well, not is, who has experience with the Black experience. I was very specific and very intentional because there are things within my book and there are things that I want it placed in my book that if you are not a part of our experience, you, you wouldn't know, like it would fly right past your head. Um, mm-hmm. And so one of those things um, in the kitchen. So whenever you see the kitchen scene, there's a pot on the stove, that particular pot, everybody's grandma, mama, auntie, whoever, everybody, somebody has that pot. It's a dark pot with the white speckles, the white flecks on it. Um, They got the the roasting pan. Like everybody's cabinet has it. It's on the stove in that book because that is our reality. And also very intentional about um, not everybody in the family having the same skin tone. Cause what, who, right. we don't, right. <laughs> we don't, right. And, um, we don't. we don't. And so I, I was very <laughs> intentional about that. And yeah, I got a lot of people who was like, Oh, I can do this job. I can do this job. But then when I start to question them about certain things, they, they're clueless. And so I was, I was very, very purposeful and very intentional with um, who I chose to work with. And um, I, I chose a woman, she's, um, she's a Black woman and she's Brazilian, but she was amazing. And, mm-hmm. and immediately she knew everything that I was talking about. She knew, she understood, and she mm-hmm. was so excited to work on the project once I sent her the story and that's really one of the things that solidified it for me was just her excuse me her excitement about working on the story so I went with amazing 
Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that she was excited. Yeah. That that is the that's the telltale right there because if you act like you don't want to be there, act like you don't want to be involved, or you just want to get it over. Yeah, with, or is it this just a status? You know, like, like, all right, you're just like you're just the next project. Let's get this over with. Let's go. Like, no, no, no. This is special. <laughs> yeah. So amazing. you want someone who's invested in yeah, the work and in the intention of what you're exactly. writing and creating, which is very important. You know what struck me by the book as well was the relationship amongst the siblings. Although Jamal was able to recognize mm-hmm. the gifts that his brother and sister uh had um there wasn't a conflict between them like that didn't turn them against each other nor did that make the siblings as like these Mm. villains in the story um what was the intent behind that um and was that a conscious choice you know the jamal's personality does not exactly mirror my son's but very closely and so i Although my son's gifts and talents are very visible, he knows it. <laughs> He'll let you know it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. he does not begrudge anyone their um, talents or abilities that they have that he does not possess. Like, my son will gas you up in a second, okay? <laughs> If he thinks you're good at something, he will gas. Oh, you will be so gaslit. And (laughs) I I love that, you know, in a good way, the best possible way. (laughs) He will gas your tank, fill it all the way up in the best possible way. That's wonderful. He'll he'll pour into you no matter who you are, how old you are. Like when he was, what, in the sixth grade? He was in the choir and the eighth graders were like looking to him for um for guidance and like he was gassing them like he was cheering them on and they loved it <laughs> like they thrived on that and fed on that and that energy like it's so it, it's it's off of him that's just just how he is I love that. That really makes me smile. That makes me smile a lot. You know, I'm so inspired by that young man. You know, he seems to have a big heart himself. So that's beautiful. He does. He's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing to hear how uplifting and generous a a young man can be. Like that's, or young Mm. child. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the, the right term is to describe his age, but like, a youth. <laughs> okay. Youth. I don't I don't want to push him into manhood with, with my words, but oh, for my heart. Like he'll he wants to run into it, but I'm like, no, 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 we're not there yet. <laughs> Hold on. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Time will take now, you there. With, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Now Mia, um, what was the specific choice um behind self-publishing? You know, I it took me a long time, uh, I'll say a couple months to really research the pros and cons of um, traditional publishing and then self-publishing. And really it all came down to royalties. <laughs> mm. <laughs> to how much mm. of the money will go to me mm-hmm. and also how much creative license I will have with my mm. own story because once you go traditional publishing route once you sell that story which is essentially what you're doing mm-hmm. uh things can change illustrations can change and yes you have input but 
you don't have to last, say, with a lot of these companies. And I just, I cannot take that chance on my work. So I hear that. Amazing. Absolutely. And that's beautiful that you that you know that about yourself. I feel like there's so many people who because of fear or because of, you know, a number of things will go the route Mm -hmm. of working with a team where you're spreading your funds and your royalties and things of that nature to really have the confidence to go with your story, to move it forward and to self-publish it and to do that with all of your right and, you know, agency to do whatever you want with your art. That's a bold, beautiful choice to make. And I think more people need to do that for sure. Absolutely. I commend you. Yes. And you did the research. You took the time oh, research. <laughs> forward to get mm-hmm. the answers for yourself. Yeah. Which yeah, which is good. And a lot of folks love to say that millennials, you know, they love to tell us what we don't want to do, <laughs> right? Love to say that we, we like to move fast and do all that stuff. But listening to you um and your your experience, you know, it's just showing us that that's not the case, you know, it's definitely not the case uh, for all of us. Like you, you wrote the book, what you say, two years I ago, did. right? And you, you, so you had patience and you did the work that you needed to do to publish and be successful in that. Um, so millennials ain't lazy. We don't want to go so fast <laughs> all the time. Okay, Just Zooming around <laughs> with lattes and avocado toast. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the latte. Well, I will take the <laughs> Well, I can't. Indeed, <laughs> but we can we can that, make it at home too. Not every day, not every day. <laughs> uh, Mia, question: mm-hmm. Now that you have mm-hmm. you've gone this journey, you've written, mm-hmm. you've published. What advice do you have for Black millennials who also would like to write or self-publish and and get their work out there and let their stories be known? Do it. Just do just it. do it. Just do it. Get her done. Uh, so I, you know what? Um, I have a a weekly series on my Instagram page called Wednesday Write-Ups. Um, I also do writing coaching. And uh, yesterday's Wednesday Write-Up mm-hmm. was don't try and wait on your story to be perfect. Just get it out there. Ooh. So a lot of times we'll hold on mm. to something. We'll okay. Hold on to it because to us, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not ready yet. We want, you know, all the I's mm. dotted, all the T's crossed. Everything has to be perfect, perfect, perfect. But the world is not perfect, right? Reality, real life is not perfect. Mm. It is messy. It is grimy sometimes. It is amazing. And all of those things are what will connect your story, your writing to your audience. That's what will draw people in. We want yeah. that connection to real life. We want to see ourselves in a story. And if you're writing to be perfect, you're going to perfection all of that connection right out of your story. And so, um, mm. The first is always going to be terrible, no matter what. Don't care who you are. It's going to be terrible. Okay. So just get it down. Just (laughs) finish it. And then the uh, going over with the red pen, right? The syntax, the, the editing, that's what editors are for. 
that's for somebody else. If, if that is not your ministry, mm-hmm. if, you, mm-hmm. if, that, if that is not what you like to do, that is fine because there are others out there like myself who it thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it. So, and, and even, even if, you know, you do do your first edit, there's always great to have a second and a third set of eyes to look over your story. And even if it's not for grammar, uh, just for the flow of the story. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, my advice is just just to get it done. Just get it down. Yeah, just get I it don't down. Know if anybody else needed to hear that today? <laughs> and you know me, I stay with a pen and a notepad near me. So I had to write that down. Don't don't wait for it to be perfect. Don't wait for it to be ready. Put it out there. Just, just mm-hmm. like you said, we, we tweak our lives along the way and we edit and we respond to things along the way in our lives and our journeys. And whether it's writing or, you know, a craft, um, um, different and separate from that, that, that any of us are working on, just do it. Finish that painting, put it up. If on nobody else's wall, put it up on your wall. Finish that story, mm-hmm. put it out there. Start that blog. Just do it. Everybody mm-hmm. walking around here rocking yeah. Nikes anyway. Just do it. <laughs> that's amazing. That that's so amazing to hear. Um, and that that is definitely inspiring for me. So thank you, Mia. You're welcome. <laughs> I like the way I like the way you said her name. <laughs> I needed to hear that as well. Yeah, perfection is not a real uh, not a real thing. We I think we do need to mm-hmm. be reminded of that very very often. So the next thing I would like love to know is how can we, as well as our audience, support you in this journey of of marketing, all that good stuff. Yeah. Where can we find your book? Um, and what what's next? Uh, you can find a gift for Jamal on Amazon. Uh, you just type in a gift for Jamal by Mia McClain. That is me. I am Mia McClain. Uh, if you type that in, it'll take you, it will take you directly to it. Um, there is a paperback. There's also an ebook if you prefer an ebook. Um, if you are a member of Amazon Unlimited, if you have that subscription to their lending library, you can read it for free. I am in Amazon's library. That is huge. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's where you can find it book in the series there will be more books in the series we will follow all's uh, brother and sister as they go through their own journey uh, so those are sometime next year and the year after <laughs> um yeah that's that's how you can that's how you can help uh instagram is mia.mwrites m-i-a Dot M dot rights. W-R-I-T-E-S. Boom. And then you can also follow my publishing company because I own my own publishing company. That is how I publish. (laughs) That is how I self-publish. Yes. Tell us more about that. Well, yes. Um, I just, I wanted to, needed to have a separation between business funds and personal funds Mm -hmm. (laughs) when when um Mm. publishing 
my own works. But not only do I want to publish my own works, but I also want to publish others. Um, so it's called Exoterra Publishing. It's, it's an independent <laughs> publishing company, and it's really for anyone who just wants to get their story told. And a lot of the bigger, um, the we call it the big five publishing companies, you know them, um, Penguin. Oh, yeah. Pe- uh-huh. We know the big five, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for most of us, we will never be able to get our stories out to them because they follow a particular structure, right? They publish certain types of books and they put out certain types of stories. It's a machine. It's a machine. And I want to give the opportunity for anybody to get their story out there, anyone to have their poems told. If you got a cookbook, we can do that too, you know. It's it's just another, it, it's an avenue for mm-hmm. those who otherwise would not have a chance. I love that because, and, and this is something else that we 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 talk about often on the on the podcast is as we climb, you gotta look around and reach out a hand and continue to to hold on and and uplift other people so that's amazing um and and i love to hear that you know that that's something that helps you and other people absolutely so you can find that on instagram it is exalter publishing llc that is e x s u l T-A-R-E Publishing LLC You heard it here first (laughs) y'all I love that Yes, yes, yes Well, sis, thank you so much For joining us For using our platform To amplify um, And tell us more about your own Platform I am very proud of, of you doing this. I feel even more connected to the story than than I already did. So, um, and again, that's just hearing more and more and more from you. So again, thank you so much for, um, for number one, creating the story, creating the platform that you have. Thank you again for joining us, um, answering these questions beautifully, uh, <laughs> and then giving us that last kick in the ass. Just do it. Just do it. Um, so I appreciate that so much. For our audience, the question of the week, honestly, um, and and again, you guys know y'all can hit us up in our DMs at Living Millennial PC or in the comments and let us know um, exactly what your answers are to this. But the the question this week is, what is it that you just gonna get the fuck up and do? Boom. That's my question. What is it that you just have to get up and do? Okay. That is the question of the week. Drop your answers in our comments. Send us messages. Um, even a voice message here on Anchor, you have the ability to do so. We want to know We want to know from y'all. And we may also have opportunity to support you um, in those endeavors. Um, we want to stay connected and engaged with you guys. Y'all know what to do. Find us at IG at Living Millennial PC. Find us on Facebook at Living Millennial Podcast continue to engage with us you know what i almost forgot about the word of the day but i'm gonna throw it do not forget to vote (laughs) this is election week 
go out there and vote do it with a plan do it do not do it blindly do it with an education right you know majority of what's happening on the ballot on the ballot <laughs> i said ballot but on the ballot vote 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 y'all vote it is very very important to do so the folks who represent us need to know that we are out there they need to know exactly what the community wants and we need to hold them accountable one last thing i'm gonna say about that is this civic engagement does not end does not begin Mm -hmm. or end during election time during election season continue to be engaged after election day because the people who are in who are going to continue to be in office or who are new to office need to know what the community needs so stay involved thank you you. engaged (laughs) you welcome yeah thank you thank you Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Warm and fuzzy things. So thank you, Mia, so much. Uh, I love the book and I can't wait to see where it goes. Thank you so much again for listening. This is Living Millennial. <laughs> 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 This was good. Oh, that's good. That's good. I want to hug y'all. We are living millennials. Oh, ba 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 ba. All right, friends. That's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.